Good afternoon, guys. Welcome to another episode of Seven Foot Heart on podcast on Spotify. We're here with Coach Matthew Dickman. Was a collegiate athlete at Kansas Wesleyan. Was a two all-time conference. Uh, was a thousand-point scorer there at his time. Coach started his college basketball career as a graduate assistant at Central Methodist University, and then an assistant coach at Brown Mackey College an assistant at Indiana University East with the men's basketball program, an assistant at Buena Vista. Now with the basketball operations for the Miami Heat G League team, Skyforce. Hey, Matt, thanks for coming in today. Hey, man. Thanks. Uh, thanks. Uh, I'm happy to be here. Thanks for having me, man. Awesome. Awesome. So, Coach, how did you get into college coaching? Yeah, that's a, that's a really good question. You know, <laughs> I went to my first coach's clinic when I was 16, and I just fell in love with the game. I was... I didn't really start playing competitively until I was in eighth grade, but you know, I just knew I just loved. I fell in love with the intricacies of the game at a young age. Um, and actually, right after I played, I actually coached high school for a couple of years. I'm from Arizona, and if anybody's from Arizona, like you, <laughs> college basketball, you don't really know anything about college basketball other than the University of Arizona and Arizona State. Like you only had like the Division One teams that were out there and the JUCOs, so you didn't really know a lot about the small college life just being from Arizona and unless you're like involved in it with your parents and stuff. And like I said, I got involved late, but, um, yeah. So, I mean, I went back after college and coached high school for three years before getting an opportunity to actually, I was at Brown Mackey a year before I was a GA, um, a buddy of mine I played with at Kansas Wesleyan, uh, Bryson Flax was an assistant at Brown Mackey and his dad was who I knew his dad too, was, um, the head coach over there. And they, you know, they had a really good program out there. They gave me a call and they say, "Hey, we have a, a you know, part-time position." That's sweet. Yeah, if you're interested in getting involved, I'm like, I'm absolutely, I'm there. And they were like, "Well," they even told me, "Don't, don't make a decision right now. Think about it." <laughs> so I took, I took the night and then called them the next day and drove out there. Nice. So that's how that's how nice. I got in, you know. And did you stay on campus or did you have somewhere to stay off of campus or how did that how did that work? You know, so I was very fortunate that my buddy Bryson he he let me stay in his basement okay so you know that's you know and he, he was newly married and, you know it was just a really you know it's a really i got blessed i got blessed into a situation for yeah, sure yeah, definitely that's awesome so you know coach going through those different levels and seeing you know the difference between that and now where you are well, first of all it must have been an awesome experience getting the job with the sky force how did that feel yeah <laughs> Uh, yeah, you know, uh, so I was at last year. I was at a, a Division three Buena Vista University in yeah. Iowa, yeah. and you know, and I'm, I'm an NAI. I grew up playing NAI. Uh, spent time at Indiana University East, where we we've uh, the year I was there, we lost in the Final Four. But the, the the tournament is up here in Sioux Falls at the Pentagon, which is a great facility. And so we're we're I in South up. Dakota, right, Matt? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Miami, Miami Heat in South Dakota. That's like, it. They're trying to cool us down. Yeah, yeah. But, but I went to the NAI national tournament because you know I had a lot of connections, a lot of friends that were playing. Yep. Uh, or you know, the coaching out here. So I came up and and I actually met my girlfriend out during that time. And so when you know things went things went a different way when I was at Buena Vista. So I came and stayed with her for a little while. Um, until I got my feet back under me, but then I found out about um, the Skyforce thing coming up, and I kind of just put all my eggs in that basket, trying to just get a different, just a different experience. You know, I've been on the court forever. 
Um, I knew it was going to be a, a, a interesting change over to operations, but I knew that that was something that I need that I needed to um, get under my belt to you know have that that full experience on running a program. That's and awesome. it just happened. They just got lucky, you know. Just half the half the job, half the half the job of this business is luck. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's awesome. So, what, what do you think the difference is between you know the college level and the G League? You know, looking at the difference between those two, what, what do you see that's different? You know, it's it's just like anything when you go to a professional level. Like that, I mean, that could be you know, going from high school to the job force. It's just different. And it's, you know, you, you're a professional at that point. No matter what you do, you're a professional. Um, you know, if you're getting paid for it. Yep. So so that's what, you know, it was from our aspect, um, but also from the player's aspect. And it was a different, just a different feel. I mean, you didn't have to chase kids in and out of class. You didn't have to beg them to go to class. You didn't <laughs> have to wait for progress reports from their teachers yeah, yeah. to know how they're acting on, on campus or in yeah. the community. So, you know, you didn't have any of that babysitting. You know, you told a guy to be on the table to get taped at 1030. Then if they're not on the table getting ready to tape, getting ready to be taped at 1030, they're, they're, you know, they get fined. So, I mean, that's wow. just what it, that's what uh, the culture was around here. And, you know, we never had any issues with it because we said a um, coach, uh, Eric Glass, he said a really good president first. I mean, I, I remember our first team meeting. We didn't talk anything about basketball. It's like, hey, this is how things are going to happen around here. And... You know the basketball will follow but we just sent a really good uh example from there but that i feel like that was the biggest the biggest things everybody wanted to get better but basketball was their job it wasn't like you know you didn't have school to worry about definitely so that's, you know. that's that takes a lot of uh a lot of headaches away <laughs> yeah absolutely i mean on both ends i mean i mean i remember as a player you're trying to go you know you want to go to the gym yeah. but you have all this homework to do yeah, or yeah. you know you've got all this you know, you have other things that are distracting you. There's a party out here that, you know, this this week. But, you know, you have a game against Definitely. a conference rival this week. So, you know, you're having those distractions. And, and I think that was probably part of the mastermind plan to put uh, put the G League team out here in Sioux Falls, South Dakota, <laughs> yeah. to, to limit limit those distractions and put Seriously. them uh, an hour away from well, I don't understand why they don't keep them closer. Don't they want to bring them up? They're going to take a long trip to get to Miami. Yeah, you know, guys would fly out after games. That's even. crazy. Like we had, we, we would have guys get on a plane after a game sometimes, and to get to Miami, our two-way guys. So, yep. you know, it, it it did add a level of difficulty. But I think, like I said, I think that was part. It's part of the plan to have, um, you know, us far away. Yep. That that it's not a distraction, but then also they the he hired our organization. So like they don't they only do the basketball side. So they don't do the they don't worry about anything that has to do with putting uh bus and seats. Yeah, that's, you know, awesome. that's all that's all done by our front office out here, which they do a great job. That's great. Now coach, like what what's some of the roles that you have there on the I know you told me when I asked you, I do them all. I said, but uh what's some of the roles that you have there at the Sky Force? You know, that's the best way to put it is we make everybody's job easier. Yep. Um, you know, we're we're basically an assistant coach, an assistant video coordinator, assistant operations, assistant, you know, we're doing, we're doing everything. And everybody here has a, has a, a different role, but it's, it's everybody's job to make other people's job easier. So, I mean, we would help with our, uh, our scouts making sure that, you know, the coaches are understanding, like they're not missing anything or maybe just getting a different perspective on scouts, uh, making sure that, you know, if guys are wanting to get up shots, 
that there's people on the court ready to get up shots that maybe if the, the coaches have a meeting, you know, you have to get out there and make sure the guys are getting up shots and they're not just, um, you know, shooting around. And I saw a, um, a tweet like years ago and it was just like, you know, court uh, players shouldn't be on the court without a coach. Like even if you have to miss team meetings sometimes, like it's just so important that if guys are on the court that they're getting some meaningful repetitions and i feel like that i mean i took pride in that and so did our our other guy in our position um his name was travis boyd and he did a really good job as well i mean he we both just take time out of our day and you know be ready to go anywhere on a drop of a hat to make sure that everybody's comfortable make everybody's job easier including the players that's great no so you guys don't use shooting guns or what no No. uh we don't have any of those we never use them just good old fashioned old school i like it that's my style Yep. <laughs> it's job security, baby. There, there you go. So, <laughs> so um, you know, do you, I, I was looking online. I saw some of your. I was looking up some of the players and stuff, and I see some say captain on it. Like, how do you guys distinguish who the captain is of the team? Yeah, it's uh, you know, you kind of you can name a captain. Yep. You know, anybody can name a captain. Head coach can name a captain, but it really doesn't matter. It's who's leading the team. Yep. So. You know, you can put stock in that however you would like, in my opinion. Yep. Uh, but, you know, it's really the guys that you're really going to get behind when things are going to go south. Uh, like, who's going to bring you back? Or who's going to be the one that's going to make the sacrifice play? I feel like that, those ways to lead, and, and most importantly, probably the one that's going to talk and not afraid to come at somebody a little bit sideways sometimes. You know, some you got to be able to communicate and communicate effectively, but... You know, that that's also goes two ways. You got to make sure that that message is received. You can talk all you want, but if that message isn't received, then there's a breakdown. So I think that's, I mean, that's what a Sweet. captain is, whether you, whoever you name, it doesn't really matter in my opinion. Definitely. So, um, you know, the, the league, I know there's a lot of teams in the league, you know, how, how is the competition with the, with the league? You know, I saw, I actually had a couple of the G league coaches on recently with the Kings, Stockton Kings. I have Mason Brawley coming on. He's the owner of the um, of the um, Dallas Heat. You guys play the Dallas Heat, right? The no, is the Dallas is it Legend? Is the the le- Legend? Yeah, Legend. Texas okay, legend. cool. Yeah. So you guys play them too? Yeah. So no, it's it was a it's a really good league. Um, you know, you have like a lot of guys that are trying to get to the NBA and a couple of guys that you know maybe have come down from the NBA just trying to get back and the NBA has has developed the G League into what it is and it's, and it's continuing to go up the prestige of it yeah. um, I think that's important that you're getting really good players and now you know you're getting some high school players that can't go right to the league you know they're coming to the G League now so you know it, those jobs these jobs are NBA are potential NBA jobs and uh, you know, you don't have to be one of the two-way players to end up in the league. Wow. You know, that's obviously the stepping stone. But yep. you, know, you know, two-way contracts change Definitely. all the time. So if you're on one, you can, or if you're on one, you can lose it. If you're, if you don't have one, you can earn one. So the that raises the competitiveness of the league, and it's and it's almost it's almost everybody competing against everybody. You know, you're yep. you're competing against another team on the court, but you're also competing against them for jobs. Yeah, definitely. That's great. You know, do they uh just a question about the Miami Heat? They give you free tickets or what, coach? 
I didn't go get to go to any heat games. Yo, no. the season got shut down a little early. Oh man, that uh, stinks. <laughs> so you know, so you who, got, who knows what's going yeah. on? Gonna happen. Maybe next year. Yep. Hey, so uh, just one last quick question. Um, you know, some advice to coaches that are starting out, man, whether it's college level, whether it's professional level, whether it's prep school, you know, what's some advice that you would give some of these coaches? Yeah, I think that most coaches, you know, now they, they were, they started with making very little or nothing. You know, no job is too, there's no there's no job that's not good enough. Like basically, I mean, if you can go get in a volunteer position somewhere to get your foot in the door, that could be the right move yep. for the for the future. So don't don't think that any job is beneath you. I mean, yep. even if it's even if it's very limited on the on the me might be might be on the court at a small school, but if you have that ability to be on the court, that's that's great. You know, at small college level. Yep. If you're able to get in on volunteer at a bigger school or a graduate assistant um, position, you know, somewhere just getting that early experience is so crucial. Uh, and and I and I recommend you go for the level that you want. You know, a lot of people want to go Division One. That's not personally. That's not my dream. You know, I wanted to be on the court ever since you know I got out of college. Yep. So yeah, I went straight to high school. I thought that's where I was going to be, but it, you know, it transformed that I wanted to be on the court and I knew that that's where I wanted to be. And I know that I, and I feel like right now it's at the smaller college level. Definitely. That's great. Hey, good advice. Thanks, man. I appreciate it. Hey, thanks for coming on today. We appreciate all your, all your insight and, um, you know, we wish you the best of luck during the season, man, coming up. Yeah, I appreciate it. Thanks for having me on. And, uh, yeah, if you ever, Everyone in Sioux Falls, South Dakota, look me up. <laughs> coach, I don't know about that. <laughs> <laughs> hey, thanks, Coach. I appreciate it again, man. Have a good day. Thank you. For sure. You're hey, guys, thanks for tuning in to 7 Foot Heart. Tomorrow we have Dr. Jeff Norwood to talk about the coronavirus. That will be at 9 a.m. on Spotify. See you guys tomorrow. Thank you.